And I'd like to invite uh, Brenda now just to come and say a few words. In that video, we heard how Alpha can be inspirational and change our lives. Of course, it's God who changes our lives, but Alpha can introduce us to God. I'll know more about God. And I'm very grateful to Brenda. I'd like to come up here, Brenda. Um, I'm very nervous about this, as you can see. Step forward a um, I want to tell you and share with you what Alpha has done for me. Twelve years ago, I, my son became ill. And I prayed and prayed to the Lord Jesus to help him. And he didn't. I'll hold it for you. And for ten years... I abandoned my church, who I was faithful to, um, and I abandoned God. And then my son said, Mum, go to Alpha. And I thought, well, what's Alpha all about? And then John and Marilyn Lake gave me a little red card. <laughs> and wherever you are, John, thank you. And I joined, I didn't come the first week, but the second week I did. And I, Linda gave me a book of Luke, and somebody else gave me a slip of paper, and I just threw the piece of paper in the book of Luke. And I would like to read to you where that slip of paper landed. Because this slip of paper has changed my life completely. And it says, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering round to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the Lord muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who do not need to repent. And that changed my life completely. And I thought I felt the presence of Jesus. Mm. And I wanted to get out of bed, because I read this in bed. I generally do a crossword, but I read this <laughs> instead. And I'm so glad I did. But I wanted to jump out of bed and run down the road and say, I have found Jesus. And the Alpha course has done this for me, and it's tremendous. And if any one of you are lost sheep and you want to join the Alpha, I recommend it to all of you. It's been wonderful for me. Thank you. Thank you, Brenda. People ask me quite often to get nervous when you have to talk in. Always. Try to hide it. 
but always. Sometimes I get really, really, really nervous. And I'm really, really, really nervous. In fact, I'm feeling quite sick, if the truth be told. And there's a reason for that. I'm not sure that I can say anything better than you've already heard today. And there's a part of me that thinks there's no point me actually getting up and saying anything right now at this point in the service. It might even be better to just sit and think about what you've already heard. Because there is nothing better than hearing somebody say they have met Jesus. And we've heard that tonight, haven't we? Thank you, Brenda for being courageous enough to stand up in front of a group of people mostly you don't know. (laughs) Oh, well, we can argue about that for a long time, Brenda, but but because I'm kind and generous and humble, I'll probably concede that to you today. But because they pay me to talk, (laughs) and because my six-word life story is born to talk, still doing it, I'm going to talk for just a few moments. The Beatles, some years ago, sang, all you need is love. And then not long after that, they broke up. (laughs) However, I think they were onto something. Because I am becoming more and more convinced that maybe it's true that all you need is love. Kim Casali in the 1960s started drawing cartoons. They became very famous. And uh, at one point, if you were a Daily Mail reader, and I don't know if they still do this in the Daily Mail, they used to have one every day, didn't they, or every week or something. Love is cartoons. You can go and find them on the internet. Love is all sorts of ways of telling us what love is. We have a deep longing to be loved, don't we? If I were to ask the question, who here does not want to be loved? I would tell you you were lying if you answered that you don't want to be loved. We all have a deep longing to be loved. I think that's probably why Love Is Cartoons became so popular. Because in a kind of light-hearted, sometimes quite deep and profound way, they're trying to tell us what love is. Here are some of them. You might recognize some of these. Love is not taking your laptop on holiday. Love is thinking before you roll your eyes. (laughs) Here's one I wasn't going to say, but, you know, the moment's got me. Love is giving her flowers every day. Love is doing what he wants sometimes. (laughs) Kind of works both ways, doesn't it? Love is helping her do the holiday packing. No, not doing that one. (laughs) Love is telling him his graying temples make him look even more attractive. (laughs) Now, if I'm honest, that's begun to happen in my house. Because apparently I have graying temples, which apparently make me look more attractive. You don't need to comment on that, please don't. (laughs) But we have a deep longing to be loved. Maybe it's true that all you need is love. 
The only way the Bible describes God is what we read this morning, what Chris read earlier. God is love. It never says God is justice or God is peace. Those are all expressions of God's love when they meet us. So we experience God's justice or we experience God's peace. But the only way God is described is God is love. And maybe that's all we need to know. Because we have a deep longing to be loved. Possibly the most famous verse in the Bible, you would probably be able to say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have eternal life. When love breaks in, new life begins. We've heard that this morning. For God so loved. It all begins with God, so the Christian story says. When love breaks in, new life begins. If I were to get two dice and ask you to roll it, the most likely number you are to roll with two dice is, mathematicians out there, seven. Can anybody tell me um, the probability of throwing, and this is more complicated than you think, so hang on, right? Seven, three consecutive times with two dice. You mathematicians out there. Okay, I'll give you a clue. It's one in six times one in six times... One in six, isn't it? It's one to 216, I think, right? <laughs> I've got it written down here just in case you wanted to know. So if I ask, yes, yes, the math teachers are all saying it. Actually, Karen, I asked you that. You're the one who told me that a long time ago. So if it was wrong, it's your fault. <laughs> Ma. One times six over one times six over one times six. You've got a one in 216 chance. Yes, Alan's nodding, it's all right. Yeah, we're all on agreement here, jolly good. You've got a 1 in 216 chance of throwing three consecutive sevens with two dice. I did this in assemblies at schools once, no one, and I, I asked the kids, I said, does anybody want to win a 10-pound note? Whoa, they were all in my assembly then. Nobody did it. They got really excited when the second one came, and I was getting really nervous, because if they got the third one, it would have really wrecked my talk. <laughs> but in God's grace, it didn't happen. Nobody's yet thrown three consecutive sevens with two dice. Do you, do you know the possibility of the chance formation of a simple cell which is the basis of all life? Do you know what the probability of that randomly happening is? Probably not, I'm going to tell you. It's 10 to the power 58,700, which means it's a, a 1 with 58,700 noughts after it. Right, that's a lot of noughts. Now, on the basis that nobody's ever thrown three consecutive sevens with two dice, which is a 1 in 216 chance, what's the chance of that happening? A simple cell suddenly, spontaneously appearing. I would argue pretty low. And yet some people choose to believe that that's how the world started. I choose to believe it begins with God. For God, when love breaks in, New life begins. For God so loved. God's creation, the whole of God's creation is an expression of his love. 
And here's a deep truth which I'm still trying to grapple with. God cannot love me any more than he does right now in these moments. And I've said this before, and I'm still working on this one, but that is really good news for people like me who get really nervous when they have to talk because it means that if I completely foul it up, God doesn't love me any less. Thank God for that, I say. He can't love me any more tomorrow than he does right now in these moments, and he didn't love me any more yesterday than he does today. For God so loved. The truth is, there is nothing I can do that will make God love me less, and there is nothing I can do that will make him love me more. I'm wondering why I'm still trying. You are greatly loved right now in these moments. For God so loved. No one has ever found the end of God's love. When love breaks in, love wins. For God so loved the world. Are you in the world? Yep, then you are included in God's love. Here's why it's really good that this verse does not say. It does not say, for God so loved the rich or the famous, or for God so loved the intelligent or the good-looking or the beautiful or the young or the old or the African or the American or the English or the Scottish. No, it says, God loved the world. And you are in the world, that means you are included in God's love. For God so loves you. You are included in God's love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Love gives. It is the nature of love to give. God gives the best thing he can. He gives his son. How much does God love you? Well, some people say this much. Because he stretched out his arms on a cross for you. And died because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. God so loved that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him, when love breaks in, new life begins. But a response is required. You have a choice. There is nothing more powerful than choice and the truth is friends we have the invitation either to walk towards God or to walk away from God that's our choice love will never impose itself it will never coerce and it will never manipulate it's a free choice and it's yours it is the most powerful thing you have for God so loved that he gave that whoever's heart turns towards him, God will meet. And he longs to meet with you. For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that means, what it looks like. The Bible gives us some clues, but most of it's a bit of a guess. The truth is this, though. I will spend eternity with God. 
because I have chosen to believe in him. It's my choice. You have the same choice. But when love breaks in, you will know that you are loved. You are included. This gift is yours. And we all have a deep, deep longing to be loved. And God simply says, I want to be able to love you. And if you say yes, that's enough. We heard that lovely story that Chris told creatively this morning of a man who was brought by his friends. He'd never have got there without his friends. He couldn't do anything without his friends. His whole life was defined by his mat. But his friends thought it was worth taking him to Jesus. And just for the record, folks who've been on Alpha, there have been people who've been praying for you. They've been bringing you to Jesus regularly because they want you to know his love. That's the simple truth. This whole man's life was defined by his mat. He couldn't go anywhere. He had no hope. His life would never change. There was no cure. There was no doctor who could cure him. There was no hospital he could go to. His life was going to be on his mat, a few feet wide by a few feet wide. Friends, maybe we have a mat. Maybe today we come carrying a mat, something that defines us, something that holds us, something that we feel we can't be free of. And yet the truth is when God love breaks in, we can be free of our mat. Because Jesus says, get up, pick up your mat and go home. Transformed his life, didn't it? Why? Because he met Jesus. Now you saw on the video today people talking about how to resist evil and they were honest enough to say a Nicky Gumbel, who we all think is probably a little bit closer to heaven than we are, <laughs> actually arguing with a taxi driver. Maybe there's hope for all of us. <laughs> it when we meet Jesus, it doesn't just go away. There are things we have to work through and wrestle with. There are things we have to continually give to him. But it does change and transform our life. And it does give us the opportunity to be free of those things that hold us and bind us because that's what love does. And we've heard testimony to that this morning, haven't we? We have a deep longing to be loved. You can meet God on an Alpha course, and we've heard that. It's not the only way you can meet God. You can meet God anywhere, anytime, any place. You just have to say yes. And when your heart turns towards him, you start a party in heaven. Brenda read a story about a lost sheep. You know, when Jesus told that story, he was actually making a joke because no shepherd would ever leave his 99 sheep to go and find one. If you did that, you were a fool. And when he comes back and he's got his sheep round his shoulders and he's showing it off, all the others are laughing at him going, what would you do that for? God's making a point. He loves you enough to go seek you. G.K. Testerton used the phrase, the furious longing of God. God pursues you. You might not know that, but he does. He is always looking, always waiting, always hoping, always loving, always forgiving, always reaching for you. And the moment your heart turns towards him, you start a party in heaven. And I'm not sure how to say this, and I'm not sure what the Greek word is, but I think the English word might be, yes! <laughs> yes! 
You have a deep longing to be loved, don't you? And God simply says, let me love you. Amen.